0: Well, it looks like my Spotify is going to die. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome back to the 42 podcast. And as always, we're here to talk about the failings of the late great human race. And actually in the center of my screen is your good friend, Ryan. And to the left and the right, we have Justin Alex from the Dresden Files podcast joining us for 42. Yay! Yay. We're very excited to have them. Uh, Justin Alex, uh, why don't you talk about who you are, y'all's podcast. If you want to plug anything, now's a good time to do it.
1: Uh, Well, okay. Uh, We have the Dresden Files podcast, and we just talk about Dresden Files uh, forever and until we die. Well, because we're nerds. (laughs) I'm kind of the director of it, so to differentiate me from the other Alex, they call me Director Alex. Eh.
0: There are multiple Alexes. Alex I, Alex E, what's the plural name? I am the
1: Alex with I. (laughs) 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 Just to
0: know you're doing.
2: Uh, I've done a couple of podcasts before, but uh I I responded to the other Alex's he's the other Alex this time, but anyway, he put out a post on the Dresden Files subreddit and I think that's how we all got hooked up with it. Um honestly I was a resistant fan for a real long time and now I'm one of the hosts of a podcast, so you know, you can you can swing pretty wide on that fandom, I guess, but uh yeah. So yeah, what, is, what does time.
0: resistant fan look like?
2: So uh, the, I went through slash m going through a phase where I didn't want to pick up a lot of extra fantasy. I wanted to read you know, the classics. Save time for studies, that sort of thing. Real and books. And so right, yeah. <laughs> so I had a, I had a lot of friends. You know, some of my best friends. You know, my wife now. You know, they were all fans. And then finally, I had a coworker be like. Here's audiobook for one. Just <laughs> listen to it, and that's kind of that was the drug. So the first hit's always free, and then you're hooked. So
3: yeah, that's that's how it happened for me. Jacob was like, "You've got to read this book. You've got like a year, to- like a well, like, it year. It felt like like two years to me, and then all of a sudden he just sent the, all of them to me. So I downloaded them on my phone, and I one day at work I was like, ah, because I got headphones in. I'm like, well, let's just see what this is. So I push play unbeknownst to me that it was like random on all of my audio files. <laughs> so it starts off with the, uh, with the scene where Dresden is saving the um, mouse for the first time, where he's actually saving oh, nice. the puppy from the flaming poo. And I was like, what is going on? You know, like I just couldn't make sense of it. And then that chapter ends, and it goes to a completely different thing. And I'm like, oh, I realized that I was on random and not on the first book and not on the first chapter, so I had to start over. But that's all it took, one chapter, one scene of like flaming flying poo monkeys and i was like i'm oh, in this is yeah. too crazy i so.
2: i actually tell people that's the best uh the best start to any of the books in my opinion uh book six blood rights that's how big a nerds we are but i actually have them all uploaded to my google cloud so that if anybody's at any point is like hey i need a i need a book here you go so. that's
0: how i i how i am with my uh one
3: Yeah, with your podcast, I was listening to it earlier, I found it interesting. You can find out, y'all like really break it down. Like y'all really try to like figure out all of the different, like who is this person maybe and who is this representing and the one discussion I heard you actually, uh, I learned something crazy that I didn't know, is that ghost story was redone and you know, James Marster, like the guy who read all the other books, reads that one. Man, I went and downloaded it instantly and I just, tonight, right before I got here, finished it over. There's nice. a lot of stuff that I missed the first time. Okay. Just because yeah. you're trying to like- Yeah,
1: I just recently re-listened to it with Marster's version, and there's a lot of little details that I got this, this time around that I haven't gotten any of the other times I listened to it, and I'm a nerd, so I've been listening to them on <laughs> repeat for months. So it's like, right. It's really better.
3: Yeah, I thought it was... Um, yeah, what was really interesting to me, though, is as I started to re-listen to it, it sounds, in my memory... I guess my mind had re, uh, just taken the other guy's voice out and put James Marston. Because when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is what I remember it sounding like. I, didn't, I don't remember the other voices now that he's redone it. It's just like, I just filtered Everything that out, is I guess. Everything
2: right in the universe. You know, it's mm-hmm. all going to yeah. be okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the, uh, the Dresden subreddit, or the Dresden Files subreddit is crazy. I, I read it. I, uh, they were talking about who um, McAnally might be. And yeah, uh, he might the be the Irish pub. Uh, who?
1: He, he comes up a lot because people keep trying to figure out yeah. who he might be. He's like he could be Balder from Norse mythology. He could be Jesus.
3: It, people <laughs> know. Jesus! That's an interesting one.
0: I would not be surprised if he were to pull Jesus out somehow. Like maybe yeah. not actually him, but like it could have been him. You know.
3: Yeah, the one that I found that fit the best was the uh, the Irish beer god. I think that's who it was. I can't remember his name, but he was a, a god that was known for uh, driving out, you know, bad spirits in the beginning, like, at the beginning of time. And then it's supposed to be the one of the gods who throws down his powers and just starts making beer. And he was known for his apron and making the uh, the best beer that existed. It's like, well, that sounds like McAnally. Holy crap, I right?
1: haven't right? seen that.
2: I
3: know, <laughs> yeah. I need,
1: I'm like, what the hell is this? I you everyone's like, this yeah, I find it because that really
3: fits. Yeah. i, I could have swore I read it on the subreddit it was at the top of the page like one of the few times I checked the uh, the subreddit man I well, hope I'm not wrong <laughs> no,
2: it, this is great actually because I don't think we've settled on a topic for when you guys come on the show so now now we're going to put you on the spot So See, now the problem cool. is if oh, we well, have any fans
0: that listen to this they're going to know what you're going to talk about on Sunday so you know.
2: well,
3: it's,
2: it's, it's called a teaser so. yeah. <laughs> it's called a teaser <laughs>
0: Well, that's good. How are, you, how are you doing, Ryan? You doing all right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, down here in Texas, or I guess Houston, it finally got cold. Not miserably cold, but, you know, in the 40s. For for here, that's freezing, though.
2: <laughs> I like how Houston is distinct from the rest of Texas. That was my favorite part there.
3: I, I feel like all of the cities are, right? Houston, Austin. Like we, If you're going to be from Texas, you're also going to claim what city. Due to the size that Texas is roughly the size of
0: And you're going to hate the other cities, because I, <laughs> I also grew up in Houston, and you hate Dallas, you yeah tolerate Austin. <laughs> it's just a panhandle of crazy people. Don't go yeah. to East Texas.: that's, Don't go That's east. scary. Fuck it. once you get past,:
3: <laughs> East of '59, just just, just walk don't your doors me. and keep driving So anyway, how are you, Jacob?
0: Oh, doing all right. The in-laws are coming in tonight for Thanksgiving. Woo. Yeah,
3: you seem excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show it then. goddammit. it!
0: It's just one of those things where I don't like people. I don't mind having people over. I just don't like it when you know people are in my house for multiple days at a time. It just throws off my entire rhythm. <laughs> so it's like I, yeah, you you know how it is. Like you can't yeah. like sit on the couch where you want. You can't watch TV when you want. But it's just speaking of TV, started watching Jessica Jones tonight. Yeah, super good. It's a new Marvel show on Netflix. It's a Marvel Netflix show. Yeah, uh, it's very dark.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She just—they have this theme going on with very dark.
0: The Netflix shows why. are Daredevil was yeah. extremely dark. Did y'all watch right. Daredevil?
3: Yeah, no, because the people, the way people described it, I was like, well, I don't really want to watch that. Oh,
2: it's so uh, good. It's What's not much? that
0: bad. Uh-huh.
2: So.
3: Well, it's, yeah, it's,
0: right. it's dark for Marvel. I don't know if it's dark for DC. A better,
2: <laughs> a better word for it is gritty. You know, like Jessica Jones. She's a private investigator, so it's done in a noir style, Ooh, and so that it's that fun. it's that kind of dark. But it's not like, you know, I don't know. It's
0: not. It's
3: like, not Breaking like, Bad I'd- dark. Yeah, Yeah, like, I really didn't like Breaking Bad because of, I don't know, just the darkness. Or, like, uh, Sons of Anarchy is, like, my perfect example. It's like, I just don't need to see this. Like, I know it probably exists, but it's just done kind of, I don't know. I don't need that shock factor, I guess. I don't know.
2: Right, and I'm the same way with Game of Thrones. So, you know, Jessica Jones, it's like Dark Angel, if you ever watched that back in the late 90s, early 2000s, like... Uh, i don't remember when it came out, but it's like a grittier type of dystopian style of we're in hell's kitchen in new york it's it's a bad place to be bad things happen, but it's not like you know blood and guts and dead women and
0: children everywhere or anything like that so
3: well, I'll probably give it a try then why not?
0: You definitely should I would okay. start with Daredevil though it's my opinion.
3: I have so many shows I need to watch <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: always something there's always, there's always something, something new.
3: Since, I've been playing Fallout, man. Oh, That's yeah. what's been like killing my life. <laughs> That's all I've been doing. Did y'all play Fallout at all? Are y'all gamers at all?
2: Uh, definitely yeah, a gamer, kind of. yeah. I I need to upgrade <laughs> my hardware so. School keeps have, me too busy. Uh,
3: yeah. I know that feeling on both accounts. <laughs> Not school but work, same, you know. Yeah. Same thing.
0: All right, so since y'all run a fandom podcast and y'all I'm sure y'all are giant nerds just like we are. How do you feel that like fandom is changing the last couple of years? Because it feels like we've gone from the basement to the like the penthouse in a hurry in terms of how people perceive uh I guess our culture in some respects. So it kinda like since y'all are more into the fandom side of things, how do y'all see that?
3: Isn't it an well, acceptance of, of uh, what? Go ahead. Oh it's
1: just in thinking of fandoms in general, I think they're becoming a lot more uh, critical to whether they'll make or break something. Like, they can become really toxic people and actually drive everyone out, or they could be, like, like the way that everybody else seems to be getting the and files is, like, because it's pushed onto other people, so it can make it or break it, and it's something that's grown, I think.
0: Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I didn't see it from my perspective i think fans have always been critical and i mean part of that comes from the root that's fanatic you know let, let's not right. let's not knock the root of the word there but um, just just to compare like i'm from salt lake city so i've got a little bit of a different perspective you know it's starting to come out that salt lake city might actually be the nerd capital of the world in hiding the whole time because you know we we've, we've had san diego comic con we've had our new york comic cons emerald city even mm-hmm. things that you've heard of but the first year, it went from basically nothing and almost no major conventions in Salt Lake City to the third largest Comic Con. You know, oh, wow. so whether you know the methods, the the madness, whatever you want to say about you know the the company that puts it on and the and those sorts of growing pains, the numbers speak for themselves. You know, so you want to talk about moving from the basement to the penthouse in a hurry? Like Salt Lake City is a great example of that where they basically took, you know, several one-year, one-off, failed kind of conventions, you know, compared to the Comic-Con name, and then, you know, we're in the third year, the fifth event, where it's basically making San Diego Comic-Con the largest, most famous, well-known one. They're taking them by storm, you know, it's a run on their money. We're starting to get litigation over the name and petty things like that (laughs) to try and, like, hold on to anything that they can, you know, in a way, so... It's it's been kind of interesting, and uh, it's it's finally like what I've been telling people for a long time anyway. Like I enjoy being a nerd because it's more fun, and I think more people are getting into that story and that it's okay to be a nerd. Even even Butcher brings it up in Dresden Files that he does. You know, mm-hmm. this is the the post closet nerd world. It's okay to like both Star Wars and Star Trek now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't. He's he's a what was he a Star Wars fan? Yeah, he. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Well. Butcher is both, but Dresden right. is Star Wars. hardcore Star
0: Wars. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the con scene's really interesting. Uh, actually, a funny story. The Pittsburgh Comic Con, which is now part of Wizard World, is sort of a traveling roadshow con. The guy who started it, they bought it from him after he got convicted for a double homicide. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's it's like, oh, I, can't, I can't put it on anymore. So he sold it to him. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is weird.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: it, it, and I think you'll start to see, especially like San Diego, because I've been to San Diego twice, and you're starting to see that it's not, it's still the big deal, but since there's so many other options around, it's so much easier to not have to go all the way there to get the experience. I mean, if you,
2: well, yeah, and I'm sorry, you, you mentioned WizardCon. Like, WizardCon is one of these major... Companies that are basically it's like every state is getting its main Convention every state has some comic-con or some major con that they put on so right
0: wizard world and read pop uh, read pop owns New York emerald uh, Oz And a couple other really big ones and wizard world kind of does they do a wizard world show in like 30 cities or something like that It's, it's crazy oh. business
3: that is a crazy business putting on things like that.
0: Yeah, so so you'll see guys who are like they'll do legs of the tour of the show. So you like if you look at their uh their roster, they'll have like the same thirty or forty guests in like four different five different cities in a row. Like Nathan Fillion was like in Pittsburgh, then Philly, then Toronto, then Montreal. <laughs> you know, it's it's not for some of these guys, it's not a bad living. You get praised every day and sign autographs for twenty bucks pop. It's not the worst thing in the world.
2: It's been a little while since twenty bucks was the norm, but yeah. (laughs) So
0: I never pay for the autographs. Like I don't care how bad I want to meet you, I'm not going to pay to meet you. Mm.
3: I um, you were talking about why do you think the fandom has grown in leaps and bounds and come out of the closet. I guess was one of the statements, but um, do you think it's an offshoot of? nerds being cool right so like there's a part of like if you want to be so like the culture of nerds being cool people on the fish tails of that are on the Kurt tale, whatever that is the tales of that are going to like comic cons to be nerds you know right like I think there's a part of this that isn't real fans they're more they
0: just want to be there like hangers on yeah so to
3: bandwagon fans I feel like or not even bandwagon fans but just you know is there any of that do you think
0: that's probably some of it, uh, yeah. definitely. But so, are y'all getting tired of it yet? So that's that's like, like I'll be talking to my wife. Is like every time like, I just want a really good, not superhero movie. <laughs> I want a new movie that doesn't have to deal with a superhero. Give me, you know, aliens invading again or something without you know even though i do love the marvel movies and everything else i just feel right. like i'm just so tired of all the marvel movies and all the remakes and everything else I'm Just like just give me something new our kids are going to have nothing new it's going to be their same recycled bs that there's like it's going to be like ghostbusters 9 <laughs> the 12th phase of the marvel universe
3: back to the future was uh correct with like jaws like what was it 12 or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, I, I've i seen it as a way of life for, you know, 15, 20-plus years. So I don't know that I get tired of it. It's it's kind of nice to see it kind of take onto its own that, you know, it's not cool to beat up on the nerd kid just because he likes something. And I yeah. think that's part of what's coming out of it is like, you know, Society overall is kind of moving on, you know, the tolerance kick and the politically correct thing. And so we're not going to exclude you just because you like something different than I do. And part of what I think has fueled the expansion and the explosion is that even the Dresden File nerds can kick it with the Star Wars and the Star Trek nerds. And we're not exclusive little groups anymore, Um, you know, because for the longest time... I. I'm going to out myself here, but I've, I'm have i a member and have been a member of a Star Trek fan club for a real long time, and there's a lot of people Nothing
0: that... Nothing wrong with that, sir. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> there's there's a lot of people that have that as their, part of their identity, but there's also a lot of people that are Doctor Who fans and Star Wars fans that are just as much. And so mm-hmm. th- I think that's been coming for a while. Uh, I think we're just seeing that flower kind of bloom, you know?
3: Yeah. My whole life, I never understood that there was even supposed to be a rivalry between Star Trek and Star Wars because all of my friends loved both of them. Like we never, e- it never even dawned on me until I got on the internet and started realizing that there was like flame wars between Star Wars and Star Trek fans. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like they're both amazing. Yeah. Like, I, well, now that I'm older and I'm a lot more objective, Star Wars actually isn't that good. <laughs> it's just the universe is that cool. It's like
1: it's funny. I actually lean the other way. Like now that I'm older, I think that Star Wars is better, and I got tired of Star Trek. But really? I kind of, I was born too late to actually care about any of the wars. So I just like whatever, like them both.
3: Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's me too.
1: But I mean, more towards Star Wars. <laughs> I like a both. See, Star that's wars the spark. That's <laughs> the little seed you
3: need. <laughs> yeah. we could start a whole flame war off that. <laughs> uh. Welcome to the internet.
0: Yeah. Do you think part of the, I guess I would call it sort of the Netflix effect, because now we have so much to get into that we just didn't have before. You know, once TV started hitting DVD, you could, I mean, at least me in college, it was, you know, all-nighters watching Smallville or Family Guy or Futurama. Now we all have it instead where it actually used to be, maybe just how the TV schedule lined up, whether or not you watch Star Trek or, yeah. or uh, Babylon 5 or <laughs> what. Exactly. So I think it's an interesting, like that's probably part of it too, is the, uh, the just blowing up of all this media we had to consume.
3: Yeah. We, we I would have, have never watched Doctor Who unless it was for Netflix. It was only the hype behind Doctor Who and then having it on Netflix where I'm like, well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs>
2: Doctor Who was actually one of those that I was late coming to as well. So I I think it was uh, it was probably almost a year after Blink. You know, David Tennant, uh, Jessica Jones, again, another plug. He's the bad guy there. But right. uh, um, yeah, Doctor Who was one where I was kind of late. And then people were like, no, really, you don't realize how amazing this is. But Netflix definitely helped me catch up and keep current right. on it for sure. And that's been helpful is that even if you miss the running of a show, you can go back and catch up on it. The problem yeah. is, you run the risk of the studio killing it before you get there. You know, oh, that's that. the oh. danger.
0: Yeah, Doctor Who is one of those shows that I love everything about except for the show itself. <laughs> I love the iconography, I love the campiness of it. I just, the writing is just so terrible.
3: <laughs> and yeah, I think, but it's, there's, I it's supposed think to it's a little bit, right?
0: Right, but I think part of it is because it's the same guy who writes Sherlock, and the writing in Sherlock is outstanding it's just like why 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 are these these should be
3: on par with each other and they're just i don't not. it's it's wrote in there on purpose i think like i think you're kind <laughs> yeah. of missing something it's, i think it's, it's supposed to be in there like that it's, it's part of the charm of the show
0: there's there's too much and then a miracle occurred writing in doctor who and then the <laughs> sonic screwdriver happened and the in the episode yeah, is that, over and the good guys were
3: true in a lot of stuff though that's true in dresden and it's true in ready player one
0: it is and it bugs the shit out of me <laughs> but right, yeah. just, there's nothing Doc- i could do
2: about it yeah doctor who is totally like that though because the the point that moffat's trying to do is the dark fairy tale so he is a, a dark wizard from the year you know 12 billion or whatever you know obviously there's not a year that he's from but you know he's a time traveling wizard he's a a time lord and You know, there are things like, even the last couple of episodes, you know, Clara makes the comment that it's like, you know why you win, because you never even think that you might lose, you know? You go into every situation knowing that you're going to win, and that's kind of, you know, that's how they write it, and it is sort of a kid's show, but they also want to do the dark fairy tale thing that Moffat's been trying to build up for, you know, three-plus years. I mean, it's been a while now.
0: Interesting. Maybe I should start watching it again. I, I well, I've really... never
1: watched it, so I'm very lost. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah? Never watched it, huh? You're sorry. No,
1: I, I know nothing. All I know is that that's a fandom that I've gotten irritated with because <laughs> I, I see tons of Doctor Who everywhere, and I just want it to go away and leave me alone. So the, I've never watched it.
0: The hardcore Whovians are almost as bad as the hardcore Harry Potter people.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, Bob's no, I I think there's a lot of overlap there, but <laughs> well, so...
0: I, I enjoyed. I'm not saying I I enjoyed Harry Potter. I thought it was a better movie series, a book series, but
3: yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I never watched the movies. The books are good though. Those people are crazy. They My are. wife is
0: one of them. Like she just like got the illustrated versions. Like baby, you have three versions of this book. You really got to stop it. And they came out with like the house versions of the book. You know, they each have, each book has like, like the Slytherin house crests and stuff and colors Gryffindor. and Gryffindor and she wants those too. I'm like they're $300 for the set. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
3: At some point you have to stop.
0: <laughs> she will own every possible, like she owns the books. She owns them on Kindle. She, you know, it's just wow. one of those, like she's a collector. That's the other problem with nerds is we just like to collect things. Right. I don't
2: understand
1: yeah. that. As long as I can consume it in some way, I don't care if I own it. <laughs> huh.
2: I started doing the same thing with Dresden Files though so we had all the audiobooks, it was time to buy them and hardback and then we <laughs> realized that we could start buying the comics and get new stories that way so Ooh. that's kind of where that all started
3: that's cool my birthday
1: on Sunday, Justin and I still don't have the comics so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, the, uh, is the comic series still ongoing or is that just sort of like gra- one-off graphic novels I don't know a lot about the comics so it's a lot of it's one off he did two
2: um he did two sets where it was basically a uh, rehash of uh full moon and uh stormfront so stormfront book one full moon's book two uh yeah. and then they recently like july published an omnibus uh with both of those and then a graphic version of sorry a graphic novel version of uh um, Restoration of Faith, which was his first short story in the series, and kind of Dresden getting started. Um, okay. they've, done, they've done several one-offs, and he's actually working on two or three others that are literally currently in the works, and he just needs to like drop off copy for the for the illustrators and stuff like that. But um, one that came out, I want to say almost a year ago now, was uh, Warcry, and it was fantastic. Uh, it had to deal with the outsiders and the other kind of junior wardens that you meet in Deadbeat, and so nice. it's very, very shortly after Deadbeat, you get Ramirez, you get Wild Bill, and Yukio, if I remember her name right. Yoshimo. Okay. So, um, but yeah, you get to you get to see these guys in action, basically.
3: Awesome. <laughs> the swordless warden wardens.
2: Right, yeah. So they they were the war- the junior wardens that showed up with Lucio and Morgan and basically said, "We're what right. you've got." <laughs> so yeah, they're Sorry. part of the first.
3: They're part of the first generation that don't get swords, starting with Dresden, right? No, they
1: have swords. Yep. because they oh, yeah, they were worked. recruited and got their swords just before Lucio couldn't make them anymore. Damn! Right.
3: What an unlucky. We're I actually. wish Dresden would have got a sword, <laughs> but I'm glad he keeps the staff. I mean, that's just one of the ways to work around him keeping a staff, and not using a sword. True. And they I think were if powerful. He had the
1: sword, You'd just be way too badass. Because there's a lot of things that he does, and then it seems like Butcher realizes he's too strong and takes it away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've created God. Got to t- gotta turn that down a little bit.
3: Yeah, there's power creep, just like in all things.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to he- reset those. Yeah, he says that people get concerned about the power creep, but that's because they don't know what's coming. <laughs> so right. if, they, if they knew what the end game was, they wouldn't think it was power creep. So well, I mean, you can only imagine.
3: <laughs> if he makes it to 300, like he explains wizards are supposed to. I mean, he's only like maybe 45 at the oldest. At the he's oldest. He's about
1: 39. Yeah, yeah, I thought
3: maybe 40 was my guess, right? Yeah, someone better forty-five at it the, the oldest. ages. So he's still got a lot to learn because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Oh, you know what you were talking about the um the comic books you know what would make an amazing comic book story that I think would do better than trying to like just write it out or put it in, a, in some other story but is the uh, the story where um what's his daughter's name Maggie um, Maggie yeah and uh mouse killed like going the, to school uh, and shit the, no the mouse the uh, monster under the bed oh. where, where Dresden's like is she plane or did she actually do it because there's a part of him that's like you know she could have and it's just like that would be a cool story some you know story of a monster and like mouse just going ham i'm talking just all (laughs) bluey fur just going yeah i think it'd be cool they'd be great
0: y'all read any of his other books you know uh oh the
3: oh the aeronauts that's such a good book i love that one i might have liked it better than the dresden files But I'm a sucker for those talking cats. (laughs) I I loved Ryle and all of it. I was just, hell yeah. I love the talking cats. Because I've owned cats. And it's like, did you
1: ever read it? Did you finish it?
2: I own it, but I haven't even started it, honestly. (gasps) So. (laughs)
0: it's a commitment getting into a new book
2: it's a huge book it's like 900 pages is what (laughs) it looks like so yeah it felt
3: like 48 hours so what
0: will happen to me is i'll get it'll take me probably two months to read the first 10 chapters and then a week to finish the rest of it but it just takes me forever to like slowly get into the story there's a, a lot of the dresden books didn't i didn't have that lull but some of them i did it was just you will know, take my wife's like you done with that one yet i'm like no you done yet
3: I, no i couldn't put dresden down i feel like i've listened to the entire audio series in like 18 days <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i would just i'd listen to them i would sit at home like during dinner i'm just got my headphones in i'm just listening not talking to anybody just <laughs> listening to i loved it yeah 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 it took and me i did that for weeks, so. um so yeah i think it took me three weeks to get through mine yeah but i um I did that for Ready Player One, too, though. Oh, Have you yeah. ever heard, read that book or listened to it?
2: Another one but, uh, I own, but haven't read. <laughs>
3: it's good. It's my hey. favorite universe and story ever. I, it's not cyberpunk, but it's like post-cyberpunk, and it's awesome. It's such a great <laughs> book. Ernest Cline or whatever his name in, uh, wrote it. That's a great book. We've talked about it on this podcast at nauseum, but yeah. God, what a good book. Yeah, I recommend you try to read that one. That's a good one. And if you, re- if you listen to it, Will Wheaton does a good job with that book. He does a really bad job with Armada. <laughs>
0: yeah, <did> that.
2: Yeah, it <laughs> is <was>
3: miserable. <laughs>
0: the problem with our, his reading of Armada, it's all the same voices from Ready Player One, just <laughs> <laughs> different people, so it feels like the same characters. Yeah,
3: that was the worst, because it's, you know, it's really similar anyway. Like it's, the protagonist is very similar
0: yeah it's very true Mm
3: -hmm. it was hard to distinguish the two
0: so since we since y'all are new one of our sections is Ryan Recommends so Ryan what would you like to recommend for us
3: I was going to recommend my Twitch channel (laughs) I know it's a self plug (laughs) but I want people to check me out so uh, go to Rhino Gaming uh, uh, Rhino Gaming 42 R-Y-N-O Gaming 42 you know I stream 3 or 4 nights a week so look for me there
0: look for you there I didn't have We're a great recommends this week. Fallout Four, uh, Fallout 4
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. I built a computer just for it, just for the task.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of want to get into some of our links, but they're all kind of downers this week. And I don't. know It's been a fun conversation. I don't know. I know like, <laughs> the only
3: one that was kind of fun was like semi future talk, talking about how VR is here with the uh, yeah, Google, the Samsung headset, Samsung VR, yeah. Just yeah, for a hundred bucks you can get virtual reality movies and YouTube videos. And I know that sounds like a far-fetched thing, but you'd be surprised at how many videos on YouTube will now support uh, 3D, like virtual reality. So you don't actually like, move through the world like, forward, backwards, and left to right. But wherever you are, you have a full, I don't even know how many degrees of view that is, all 360 on both axes. Like, it's incredible. I don't have the headset, but you can still just watch the videos. Like, if you have a smartphone, like a Samsung like S6 or something, And I was watching one on uh, just them racing on a car track. And it is amazing to be able to watch the cars in front of you and then look and then be able to see them behind you. It's like, I could see how this would work. I could see how, you know, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I've seen one of uh, F-22 and you can look over it as wingman and stuff like that and just kind of, they're just chilling. They're just flying through and everything. Some of the videos are amazing. Yeah, that
3: one uh, YouTube star, I don't know. I think it was PewDiePie, but he did like a, uh, he did a vlog but all he did was put one of those 360 GoPro systems in his living room and then did the vlog as he walked around and talked to it and then gave the the, uh, people the ability to, like, look around. And he got, like, 55 million views. It's just (laughs) like, wow, it's just you talking and me looking around your living room. And
0: that's why he makes $20 million a year on YouTube. (laughs) However much he's making, it's an insane amount of money for YouTube.
3: It is but he gets heavily promoted by YouTube which is a giant website.
0: He has a giant website. But he also makes them cuz you know if he's making them 20 mil if he's making 20 he's making them like 200 if not more.
2: <laughs> right. Yay advertising money.
0: Yeah, yeah, advertising money. Oh.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I was, I was looking at our, and we got some other links. It's like, wow. So, they're running out of stuff to fix and uh, infections. Antibiotics are dying. It's like, yeah. that sucks. GameStop is gonna die. Well, bummer. I liked going there. You know, even the one where they're, like, remaking uh, Lost in Space, it's like, shit! Is there no good news? Could they not give me <laughs> hey, I'd I loved Lost
0: in Space way
3: back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but I'm I tired live. of the remakes. I
0: am tired of the remakes.
3: Give me some new shit. I Don't make me lost, Back to the Future I think we 4. lost
0: Director Alex. Are you there?
3: Uh-oh. There, there
0: there you uh, are, your video just froze, at least on my end, so uh
1: can you
0: hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. They're remaking
1: Memento?
3: No, uh Yeah. They are remaking are they really? yeah. or is it
0: Memento? Is it a sequel or is it a remake or is it kind of both?
2: I, I heard it was a remake, but I mean you probably forgot about the movie anyway, right? So No, it's you, uh, no that's you know. a hard movie to forget. What's that Chris was that? <laughs> Sorry, joke on the memento dudes. Uh, Forget everything. Oh, I get
3: it. Uh, <laughs> not clever enough. We did lose her.
0: Yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> oh, Poor thing. Maybe, hopefully, we can come back. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a depressing weekend. <laughs> it was. I <laughs> thought it was interesting. I don't know if it's
3: that's if it's just depressing or if maybe it should be like a public service announcement. But the study's showing that um, 15 to 24 year olds have had like a, what was the increase on uh, STDs? Some ridiculous amount of increase. It's like, damn, Tinder does work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like alarming guy. Yeah, so, let's, uh, let's PSA, man, wrap your stuff. Right, don't be a fool, it's wrap your tool. crazy, man. yeah. <laughs> let's so see,
0: 1.4 million cases of chlamydia. Uh, that. Tw- nearly 20 million new STDs happen each year in 15 to 24 year olds. 20 million is like 8%. for <laughs> per- oh, <my laughs> like all, all of the 20 to 40, 40, 40, 14 it's, to 25 it's year olds. That's like 8% <laughs> of the entire population of the United States. <laughs> uh. I mean, that That's crazy. That is crazy. Maybe it was maybe it was a good thing we we're a lot of nerds and didn't get laid very often.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it doesn't lay an epidemic now. We should have got it back when we could have. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right now we've got podcasts, so the ladies are just lining up. So you too, huh? got their vlogs. Yeah, they're banging on the door right now.
3: <laughs> it's all the podcast money and yeah, all,
0: all that sweet sweet with. podcast money. <laughs> <laughs> Making it hail with all
3: that change. Mm. Yeah, no rain. <laughs> So um, one of our other uh, topics or sections would be uh, Jacob's tidbits of Tribunology.
0: Yeah. Jacob I'm, I'm gives us a random fact? A random fact. Yeah. That's I actually was blanking on this one today, so I'm not doing a very good job. Damn.
3: Neither one of us came with. I it know. <laughs> it's, it was one of those
0: days. Like it was. You're having those guests d- and you can't come <laughs> up with
3: something. <laughs> Tell me how much the human head weighs. Quick. Google it.
0: Uh, <laughs> 16.2 I- pounds on average.
3: I
2: can tell See. you actual minutia trivia if you want. So yes. Go for facts. it, yes. Okay. We like trivia so, knowledge. So my dad's favorite fact was uh, starts as a question. So can you tell me why the Pentagon has twice as many bathrooms as are required?
3: The shape of the building. No. <laughs> I have no idea. No, because it
2: was built in the 1950s during segregation.
3: Oh, I should have got that. Yeah. Yeah. Was the so, Pentagon segregated though?
2: Yeah, that. well, like I mean, at least started, they would have probably done the plans if it wasn't, you right. know, at the time. Right. So, yeah, it's just one of those. That's literally no reason to know that, but it is no. a fact. It is a <laughs> fact.
3: Well, there you go then. Mm-hmm. People oh. should send in emails and tweets to Jacob and tell him some interesting facts. <laughs> I know. I and mean, I'm, like, like, I'm normally, like, good at it. this
0: stuff. I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm.
0: Yeah, you know, just... Just
3: just click on the Google dongle once a day and be cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was just one of those days where, like, I had this meeting with, like, presentation with the senior vice president like an hour before, my boss was like, you need to add this, 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 and this to the presentation. Well, shit. (laughs) I was, like, like frantically flying through it, working through lunch. It was terrible. (laughs) And ever since then, I've been kind of shot because then I had to present for an hour and a half. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing like talking and fielding questions for that long. So, Fun. Yeah, I I apologize for that.
3: No worries. No Things worries. Happen. Yes. <laughs> it's our podcast, so we can do whatever we want.
0: <laughs> well, I guess do, do something good and come up with a topic, damn it. Who, me? I'm going to do this, and then you'll just have to assume <laughs> that I'm doing it
2: to the belly <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's great. Audio.
0: Oh, you see that the Bezos team got the the rocket to land?
3: I did see yes. that. Yeah, his, him and Elon Musk
0: have been going back and forth. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he's deep. like,
2: how the hell did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's crazy because, you know, SpaceX has done their tests and everything. They just haven't pulled one down from orbit yet. <laughs> so we're waiting for that one. That'll be the touchdown, you know, literally. Mm-hmm. I can't figurative. understand
3: why they want to do it that way unless they're just trying to prevent... From touching salt water like,
2: oh yeah, no, that's that's the whole the whole it's idea. It's just stay of it. away so, from salt water? So, or, if like, you, why would if you, you just like back... why
3: would like the Great Lakes? Like, put it in a freshwater. Like, I don't know, I don't know.
0: These things are really expensive, and water breaks shit. I right. guess that's it. I guess and it'd be more difficult to make by it.
3: It's people, so. more difficult to make it waterproof than it is to land it. Than it is to uh, design one to the like,
0: one. I mean, I don't remember exactly where those landing zones were for like the Apollo missions, but they were hundreds of miles offshore it takes a lot of money and manpower to get those giant yep. things That's back true. on the land and dry it out and hopefully you can reuse it but you probably can't
3: uh, yeah i guess the idea is just land it i eventually be able to land it like in arizona where you don't have to land it over water right
0: Was well, Arizona's where they're or putting MX... in the first spaceport
3: are they really yeah
0: like See? they're designing it for like from here to the moon kind of deal
3: wow Go humans. Go humans. <laughs> they should build that space elevator.
2: No. I think it's awesome. You know, I That's heard an interesting fact. Idea. I
3: heard an interesting fact about um, space, if you wanted to just know another random piece of trivia. Go for it. That if you had a tower that extended all the way to the uh, International Space Station, you'd be able to stand on it. The gravity would be in such a way that you can stand on it. Like, oh, you only reason. Away. The only reason... You uh, float inside of the gravity, or inside the International Space Station, or inside of the space shuttle itself, is because you're in orbit, and you're falling at the proper speed to be falling, but you haven't actually escaped Earth's gravity. You're still in Earth's gravity well. And if you were on a tower, and you were going the proper speed, and you were connected to the tower, you would actually still be standing on it. It's not—it's not um, that you've gone so far out of Earth's gravity well that you're weightless and you would float away forever. It's actually that you're just in orbit. An orbit is simply falling at the same speed that you're going around an object. So you're just in suspended freefall. Yeah,
0: That's something like the International Space Station has ninety percent of the gravity as sea level, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty close to Earth. It's something you don't think about too often.
3: Yeah, it's just the fact that it's falling, which is crazy too. <laughs> just along with a moon. Think about that next time you look up. That motherfucker's falling. <laughs> it's just it just has to be falling at the right speed, at the right angle. And the next thing you know,
0: it just kind of go poof, drop right in and kill us, just like Chewy. Poor oh, guy. Spoiler
3: alert:
2: <laughs> the moon's gonna escape, actually. But okay,
3: so it'll go away. It won't I, come in.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm that kind of nerd. But if I remember right, they said that the moon will eventually escape Earth's gravity. But it's like like an inch a century or something right. ridiculous like
3: that. So. But, Probably I mean, not before way... the sun eats us, right?
2: That's very likely, yeah. I, w- I would assume, but I don't remember. I'd have to look at my cosmological timeline to figure that out. <laughs> these things <laughs> are important. These, <laughs> right? th- these things that happen for years. The fact that you have one of these from...
0: cosmological <laughs> timelines is pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Neil deGrasse Tyson gave it to us, so, in Cosmos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. So, but I mean, basically, the, assuming the sun doesn't eat us, the moon leaving would basically render life Earth inhabitable,
3: right? Or, it doesn't I mean, have to move much more than a couple miles to do that. So or you you you're change ta- how it is here. Yeah,
0: because it changes all the tides, and so eventually we wouldn't have tides and all that. So I don't know. the inter- interesting thing about.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's it's theoretical. It will at least change life as we know it, but life as we know it will probably have evolved on by then anyway. Right. So yeah.
0: we'll be living on the fucker. It won't be a big deal,
2: right? <laughs> So um, living on
3: Mars. You said you were slightly a gamer and kind of a nerd. So have you played Kerbal Space Program?
2: I really want to, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't put up. put out the time yet. So that's one of those
3: games where I bought it, didn't know what it was, played it, and next thing I know, two hundred and eighty hours of gameplay have gone by. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, so that's just I never, a week, right?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, right. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually about to hit the 1,000-hour uh, mark of Dota. That's phenomenal. I'm like 990-something 9, hours. I look back and go, wow, I could have learned, like, an entirely new language or something. How to
3: play an instrument. Like, like, yeah, I really, hours is a
0: long time. The, the hour counter on Steam is kind of like the calorie number on menus. You're like, I didn't want to know this. <laughs> I don't want to know these buffalo wings are a thousand calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> At least they don't put it on the beer. They would never have beer again. <laughs> That's actually probably not beer true. Is, it's probably yeah, not true. It's yeah. probably not true. What you, Would you say? For like once? One beer is probably about 250
1: calories. The you average, a the average, average
0: beer is 122 calories.
3: Is that including light beers with the? Yeah, like, that's really low.
0: Well
2: yeah. Take nice out color. coarse light
0: and uh,
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> that yeah, well, sort of it, thing. It actually, it's not about the color; it's about the how it's made. And because like Guinness has less calories than a Bud Light does, even though it's super dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more like the more cal- caloric beers are like barley wines, which those can be like 200, 250 calories. But most of even your like your wheat beers or uh are more in that like 150-160 range and then your ambers and everything else IPAs are more in the 120-140 range
3: beer nerd beer nerd yeah. I'm going to
0: need to
2: go get one now so <laughs> I like wow I had no idea it was so light let's go get a beer
3: yeah right maybe yeah. two I mean I thought I was
2: <laughs> drinking that
0: already yeah so again it's oh. uh, if you want a light beer you know Guinness is the way to go that's people always look at me funny. It's like, well, "What are you going I feel like I feel like a light beer. I'll take a Guinness, and they just look at me weird. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is
3: basically water. Guinness. Yeah.
0: And partly yeah, you're fish. a total beer nerd. What? Hey, there's your tidbit of trivia knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> the Guinness r- uh, recipe for for their beer includes uh, some fish like byproducts. What? Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but there is some level of fish in Guinness. So there you go. So you just had to get me on the right topic. and I just yeah, drop all sorts of new.
3: Yeah. So I'm definitely going to have to look up that information on uh, McAnally and see if I can't like bring something new to y'all's podcast. That'd be kind of cool. So
0: uh, I'm going to be it. intimidated on that thing. I mean, I'm a fan, yeah. but I don't know if I'm on
3: y'all's level. There'll no, I am not. I've listened to y'all's podcast. It's like, <laughs> nope. I'm not like this level of <laughs> fandom. But I am I am re-listening. I am going through my second run. So.
1: That's good. That will help.
3: And I find it cool to listen to you and then read the subreddit and then go back and listen. I didn't want to do that the first time through because I just don't want any spoilers and I don't even want any influence on what I how I perceive it. Like I don't even want any influences at all. So I go through the entire thing. But now going back and having listened to y'all and then look for stuff, it's like ooh, I know what's going to happen. Like, it feels like um, Butcher puts in stuff for a couple books later. Like, you know, a phrase or a term or Oriole will say something and you're like, that doesn't make any sense the first time you listen to it. But then when you go back, you're like, oh, four books from now, that means something. So,
2: yep, it's Ghost fun. Story, Grave Peril, you know. So, I mean, Grave Peril was the slowest burn with the payoff on Faravax. you know, just a name drop in... 12 books later for crying out loud so uh, and then ghost story with uh, kind of the hat tip for butters um, mm-hmm. so uh, you I don't know if you guys do spoilers so we're going to play no, I, you, yeah, if I you mean, want spoilers come talk to us on Sunday so yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah the part with the, the sword that was great
0: mm-hmm.
3: <sighs> so are we, um, are we getting close or? are we listening to it hmm? what Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Oh, I've been listening to like your series kind of from the beginning because I'm a purist that way, and it's really interesting to me to hear like Ryan going through it the first time because it's been so long I don't really remember what it was like. It's, like yeah, it's really fun for me.
3: Oh yeah, I was I love that book. I um, the universe. I was just like, oh, I've never thought about putting everything together. Like it's okay to have werewolves and vampires and zombies, and magic, and fairies, and you know what I mean? And then I was like, he even does cool stuff like faith-based magic. Like, there's so much I'm excited to talk to you about what I think you could put in. We'll have to maybe save it for Sunday, or they're just gonna have to, fuck it. They're just gonna have to re-listen to this. No, I'm gonna save it. I'll save it for Sunday. I gotta save it. A term of a type of magic that he hasn't touched on that I think would be very cool. That could be doable. Could. Anyway, so you have a book. Dean Jacob wrote a book. Yeah, we all know that. Writing a book. Well, it's I not really a book, idea. it's like a graphic novel. I did see that. It's fun. Yeah. So
0: you're re listening to our podcast, Alex? Or listening through our podcast? Is that
1: what you said? Basically, the first time we're through it's, yeah.
3: Oh, you're uh, listening from I'm the I'm in the beginning?
1: middle of. Yes.
0: Oh, I'm so, sorry. Where are you? I'm just curious. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm
1: in the middle of the one with the oxy. <laughs> <laughs> Your surgery has gone well. <laughs> yes, my
0: surgery
3: has gone well. Oh, God. Uh, we were drinking in that one and you were on oxygen. <clears throat> no, I was too. That's right. It's, yeah, we were yeah, both pretty
0: jacked. God, which I'm trying to remember which one that was. Oh, God, that was so long ago. Uh,
3: yeah, it, 16? Because I was
1: kind of uh, marathoning them, they were kind of falling in the mushing together in my mind, but the funniest one was the one with the porn. And I started giggling when Jacob said, Do You remember how hard it was to look at tits?
3: And I just kinda of didn't stop for like five minutes.
0: <laughs> Yay. Uh, oh, that makes yeah. my day.
3: Yeah, that does too. That's fun.
0: <laughs> oh. You're about to get to the one that got super real. That's an interesting podcast. You're gonna find out a whole lot about me. That <laughs> you Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's a big one. It's also like two and a half hours, so have fun. Holy yeah.
3: F- I can't wait till you find the uh, where I finally get better audio. I feel so bad in the beginning when I have such shitty audio. I was like, oh.
1: Your audio's pretty good.
3: Yeah, now. now, J-ger No, no,
1: back up. then. It was Listening to it an hour oh. ago is fine.
3: Oh, good. Good then.
0: You'll see it because about, what, 10 episodes in, I get a new mic, then like 15 more episodes in, you get a new mic, and you can really hear the difference.
3: Yeah. My kids break my mic. That's what happens. I remember now. My kids break (laughs) my mics. There's going to be a couple episodes at some point that's just miserable. Yeah. And I feel bad for those. That's the ones where I'm really, really quiet or it's just all staticky and I'm pretty much yelling through like a tunnel made of fish cans or something. I don't know. It's horrible.
0: Yeah. Episode six is like, which is the one that got super real is double our next highest episode in terms of listens.
3: Wow. (laughs)
0: That's cool. oh, Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, we, uh, we're writing a book. It's all about a space-traveling bounty hunter.
3: Yeah, he's quick with a gun. I like it. I love it. I like cowboy stuff like that, and then trying to mix cowboys and nerds together has been fun.
0: Yeah, so what, what I'm doing is instead of writing a... I'm basically putting into short stories... Uh, And we're also having a graphic novel. I'll send y'all a link if y'all want to check it out, if I can find a place to send links.
3: Ah, We might have lost Justin, huh? Oh,
0: maybe. Oh, no. Uh, There we go. Uh Uh-oh,
3: somebody said something.
0: Oh, no.
2: Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I had had to hide the camera, so.
0: (laughs) Ah. Ah. Know how that goes. (laughs) The
2: the wife stopped by, so.
0: Hi, wife. Yeah, we're. uh, That's what we're doing. That takes up most of my free time. Like people look at me funny at work because I'm just in the back of the cafeteria writing and editing, (laughs) cursing at things. And (laughs) it is fun, though. It is fun. It is fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to when the graphic novel comes out. Yeah, that that'll be really cool because our artist is fantastic. I think she's from around Y'all's area somewhere.
2: Which Where
3: are y'all? You? you said Salt Lake. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah in well,
0: Salt she's, Lake. she's in the, she's in Mountain Time Zone somewhere. That's all. I, that's all I I mean. <laughs> How she's cold in is it, in...
2: it there? Uh, it's seven right now. Seven.
3: Yeah, Like with a single digit. Nice.
0: Yeah,
2: seven p.m. Oh no 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 no! no. no, 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 no. How cold, How cold is, is it? Oh, cold. Uh, I don't know. My phone's over there. It knows what. <laughs> It's it's probably like thirty something. No, that's not bad. So, Let's yeah. that. it's like all. Sorry, I thought degrees. <laughs> th- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. it's like I <laughs> know it's probably up north. It could be so. Uh,
0: I've heard. I've heard Salt Lake is like absolutely gorgeous city. Is is that true?
2: No, yeah, it's very pretty, and the last two days have been exquisite for sunsets. Um, you know, the the sky on fire, purple mm. mountains, majesty mm. type stuff that they sing about that shit's been the
3: last two days and it's been amazing so that is that's amazing nice i have a thing for sunsets i Mm. like sunsets
0: that was the nice part about oklahoma where i lived for a long time they had great sunsets
3: that's all they had (laughs) they did have good sunsets
0: (laughs) right (laughs) hey hey now hey and cows we have lots of cows (laughs) in oil and earthquakes and tulsa's a really fun city if you can spend some time in tulsa you should spend some time in tulsa
3: (laughs) no you shouldn't go to las vegas (laughs) do something else
0: (laughs) (sighs) you know unless y'all got anything i think is probably a good time as any to wrap it up uh so if y'all don't have anything we'll, we'll say goodbye ryan you got anything
3: Look for us Sunday on the Dresden Files podcast. Yes,
0: we will be on the Dresden Files podcast. You want to plug your website, email, Twitter, and all that stuff?
3: No. Uh,
1: Sure. The (laughs) website is just a simple DresdenFilesPodcast.com. Our Twitter is DresdenCast. I look at it fairly frequently, and I will make sure to update the ability to look at it live so that we'll be streaming it on YouTube because that's the only way we can record anything. Yeah, we have like iTunes and stuff, but I don't remember the details for that. <laughs> and we always put the episodes up on the Justin Fowl subreddit.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, Justin, Alex, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. All of y'all on podcast have land, have a good night.
3: Bye.